on May 28th. Critics rave. A Quiet Place Part 2 is the experience theaters were made for. A Quiet Place. Rated PG-13. May 28th. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Good evening, everyone. This is uh, this is James O'Regan. This is the Day Trippers. And this is a, um, we're going to do a pod, that, you know, focusing on the amazing news tonight that Virgil van Dijk has agreed to be a Liverpool player. So joining me tonight are Ray and Steve. So uh, starting off with Steve, uh, what was your initial reaction? Uh, absolutely crazy. Couldn't believe that. It got done that quickly. Um, obviously, there's been whispers and the usual rumours from the usual people, but the surprise that it was within an hour of the kind of the news being announced on Twitter by Joey Paul Joyce to the club making it official. Um, it was just crazy, mind blowing. Like it's it's the way you want deals to be done constantly. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I, 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 you know, we've had articles in the last couple of days, you know, where we've had someone who was saying City, Grizz was saying Liverpool, and we were all laughing at him. And <laughs> so, uh, Ray, what was your what was your initial reaction? Yeah, I mean, um, it was Andy from the Day Trippers who texted me, um, and then you know I was straight on Twitter looking around, and and obviously you could see the stories breaking from various sources. I wasn't sort of fully believing it until I seen you know James Pierce, and or you know the the um, the news breaking on on Sky Sports News, and it, there was actually a bit of a, a lag there. There's probably about a 15, 20 minute lag, and you know Twitter was going into meltdown and. Um, and then obviously, it, you know, it, it all sort of like became official in my mind when you see those those other sources breaking the um, breaking the news. And, I, you know, it's just taken people by by surprise, really, the timing of it. it. You know, it's because obviously the transfer window doesn't officially open and we're all sort of, you know, gearing ourselves for the usual stuff, all the, um, you know, the usual suspects coming out of the woodwork on the 1st of January. You know, I think they're still sort of finishing off their leftover turkeys and this thing, you know, breaks. Um, so, yeah, but at the same time, obviously, obviously delighted by the news. OK, so we've signed Virgil van Dijk. So um, I'll be honest, I have not seen Southampton play very often, but he seems to be everything that our other defenders are, are not, basically. He's, you know, he's tall, he's strong, he's dominant, he's confident. He can score a wicked free kick as well. So, um, is he? Is he? You know, was was Klopp right to to wait? What's your view on that, Steve? Um, well, I think from last summer he was the number one choice. I, well, personally, I think I went back to the League Cup semi final last year, the two legs, when he was absolutely ridiculously good against us I think that was the moment where Klopp said he wanted him um, 
being realistic, he seen bits and pieces of Southampton. He just hasn't looked bothered at all this year. Um, just both from his previous form, having watched him a fair bit when he was at Celtic before he went to Southampton, he's everything you want in a centre half. Um, he can play play the ball from the back. He's quick. He's strong. He's big. He's great in the air. He he has it all for a modern centre half. Um, it's just it's a matter of now who plays with him. You're preempting me there. <laughs> <laughs> so Ray, that was my next question. Um, who who's he partnered with? Is is it Lovren? Seeing as we've seen, is this is it is there any coincidence that you know Lovren has been playing on the right side of of the of our central centre back pairing in the last couple of weeks? And you know, who who can you drop the man that is Ragnar Klavan, who has been our most consistent defender this season? <laughs> so. Well, this is it, isn't it? I mean, um, Ian on the fat back four, that you know said arguably. Clavin's been our best defender for the last couple of months. So I'd go a step further and say he definitely has been. Um, you know, this may be a case of, depending on the form right now, it, you know, who he plays with straight away, you know, is probably not going to be, you know, his long-term partner, so to speak. Mm. I think for me personally, um, you know, a, a Van Dyke, uh, Joe Gomez partnership with obviously Van Dyke offering that kind of, real solid leadership um, in that back four, you know, and, and Gomez being able to sort of learn alongside that, um, you know, as he goes along sort of thing is is probably the more of the long-term sort of vision that we would have right now. Um, so I think I think he'll probably end up having various partners as, as the season progresses. Um, the beauty of it for me, I suppose, we've got half a season with him now, haven't we? Um, he's not going to go to the World Cup in the summer. Um, Holland aren't there, you know, so we, ha- we, we he doesn't have that distraction. He'll have the summer off, um, and he'll be raring to go. And and maybe it will be Joe Gomez come come August. But um, it's just exciting to see him um, bed into the team for this second half of the season because I think you know I think that that will pay dividends come next season. Yeah, and I, I I'd agree with that. I like you know. I think we, we've God, how many pods have we done where we've harped on about our defence and uh, this is just one you know, it's it's a bit like the, the goalkeeping thing we, we, we know there's been a, a, an issue and it seems, you know, we're, we're finally getting one of our big issues from the summer and further back you know, resolved, we need a dominant centre-back who will, you know lead our defence because as we know there's no defensive we don't have a defensive leader so it's going to be um, well I suppose the next question I have is kind of some of the rumblings which people have you know some tongue in cheek some not other but one of the reasons that uh, possibly that Van Dijk has chosen us is Klopp has you know suggested possibly he he may I think it's been rumoured that he may have suggested the captaincy to him. And what would you think about that, Steve? Obviously, he not straight away, but would you be right. happy with someone like that being our captain? I would be, 100%. Mm. Like, it's the thing that I didn't say there. Van Dijk has been the captain everywhere he's been. He's captain of his country, he's captain Southampton, he's captain Celtic. He is 
a leader. Um, whether obviously you know, I don't get the whole as you guys know, I don't get I don't get the whole hate towards Jordan Henderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's currently the best option that we have in that position, and he is the club captain. I can't see it happening in the meantime. It'd be unprecedented really for him to come in as captain. But obviously six months to bed in before the next season starts, that's the that's the chance if it's if it is gonna happen, it'll be in the summer. But again, it's the captaincy isn't a massive issue really. I don't find it to be it's not like it it's not like a captain in rugby or something like where they have the influence. Yeah. Um Van Dyke is a leader. Regardless of whether he has an armband on him or not, he is a natural born leader. So it wouldn't really make that much. I would like to see it happen eventually, but as I said, it's not a not a deal breaker for me anyway. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, uh, I, that's a that for me is a very valid point in the fact that you know, as we have, we all know, we 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 say that you know the lack of on pitch leaders we have, and here is someone who's been you know captain of his country, captain every club he's been to, but he just seems like a natural leader and someone other players will you know respect and uh, you know he will be able to influence. Um, on the pitch and it, it just seems to be it, it, it ticks all the boxes for what we're looking for so with regards to that the best yeah. teams have the best teams have leaders and captains everywhere yeah. 08, 09 we had Gerard Carragher Mascarano Alonso that Chelsea team from around that time had Terry they had Lampard they had Drogba United when they were winning things left right and centre had Keane they had the Yapstam. You know, it's it, it's a mentality that's built within the team. It's not reliant on one player. It does start, in my opinion, it starts from the back. So your centre half is your dominant figure in your team, which obviously we hope and like will be for us. Yeah, well, it, it's you know I think it, it's been very apparent as we were saying that you know he's he's not been happy at Southampton this season. We he hasn't performed the way he has and is. His head was obviously turned during the summer and it's great that in the past, I suppose, one of the things we've done as a, as a club is we generally don't go back once we mess something up. Whereas I think what we've seen this time is um, Klopp's determination and the club have stuck with strategy. And, uh, you know, I think you've got to respect that. And, you know, it's about time, to be honest, in my opinion. So, Ray, I don't know. What, what do you think on that about, you know, we, we've stuck to a strategy. This is the player we wanted. We haven't wilted like we have in the past where um, we've gone after someone and then uh, the next window, we've got a completely different target. Whereas this time around, we've gone, right, we're sticking with him until we get the job done. Like I even read today, like the club, um, Man City, I think James Pierce put out an article and basically uh, Man City were in the wings and we sent a medical team to down to the south coast today to do um, to get his medical done and dusted so everything is done so January 1st there is no formalities left to be it's literally just him leaning and signing a contract for the camera and that's it yeah it's quite it's actually quite comical isn't it to see his um, the picture circulating as well with with him with the uh, with the Liverpool shirt mm. um, already at this stage I mean you know it's, it's obviously been pretty well orchestrated over the last sort of 24 
um, 48 hours. I mean, he's had that since the summer. What's that? He's had that one since the summer. Yeah, most probably. Yeah, he probably got it in Blackpool, to be fair. Yeah. But yeah, just back onto the um, just back onto the, the the whole sort of sticking with you, you know, sticking to your original target. I think you know, as as the months have gone by um, since what happens, you know, happens at the end of the um, the last transfer window. There's been a lot of skepticism, you know, in, in in amongst you know our crew as well around whether we would make any significant signings in in January. You know, and I'm I'm glad that sort of trend has been booked now because, um, you know, if if you've got if you've got a target and you're that convinced of that target, I, I I've been, you know, left scratching my head sometimes with some of the you know some of the things. I mean, just one example springs to mind: Conor Plianka. Uh, a few years back, you know, you, you go you're going in for him, and then all of a sudden you've you've zero interest in him. You know, a few months down the line. Yeah. You know, and, and there's been a few of those scenarios that you're probably referring to there, James. So yeah. you know, it, it it is it is sort of refreshing to see that the club have now, admittedly, they've had to stump up a lot more cash. You know, and that probably brings up another sort of question around you know the 75 million transfer fee. You know, what does that represent in terms of? Value and, and and I guess time will only tell on that. But um, and it is a crazy transfer market at the end of the day. But I, I'm I'm for for one. I'm I'm someone who's glad to see that that you know we've decided to use this January transfer window um, to do something. And let's not forget we're still in the Champions League. Um, and as crazy as it might sound now about sort of thoughts about where we're going to go, you know, far in that competition, um, he's eligible. You know he's fully eligible to play in the Champions League. He's eligible to play in the FA Cup. So there's a there's a bit of common sense there in terms of what he can actually do, not just for future seasons, but for this season as well. Mm. Yeah, I, I had a, I had a conversation with a friend of mine last night, um, and I I was like saying I was jokingly saying you know we're going to win the Champions League, and he was like whoa, whoa, whoa. and then I said well what if we add centre back and the goalkeeper. And his tune changed straight away as soon as I said that. Yeah. So we're halfway there. So, um, you know, there's still rumblings that we could be doing more business. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how the window progresses. But I suppose, getting back to the player himself, it, 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 it would be great to, like, it would be a great game if he came in on the, the first game is uh, against Everton in the FA Cup at Anfield. It's like he couldn't ask for a better better game to come into to be honest um, if to really get an understanding of who Liverpool Football Club are from the absolute outset and have no illusions about what he's let himself in for so um, what what do you think do you think Burnley I, I think Burnley is too soon I think I think the FA Cup probably would be where I'd see him I don't know if he starts so that's the only problem he won't be registered. He won't be registered in time for Burnley because it's New Year's Day. Um, yeah, won't go through in time. But it's Everton in the cup on the Friday night, um, which would be very interesting to see where he plays that. But it's City which you're at home. Yeah, jammy bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works out well. <laughs> um, and it's City at home. It's yeah. the next home game as well. Yeah, which is even more interesting. That's, that's is. the one. Um. 
you, you, we, we kind of just have to hope that he comes in fully fit, that there is no hangover mm. from the injury. The, he was out for he was out for nine months, like. Yeah. So we have to hope that there is no hangover, and that was the reason for his form with Southampton. Um, we have to hope that it was him just not being arsed. Um, but that's what I hope anyway. But I, I just can't wait to see him play. I just can't. You see clips and people are putting up now highlight packages and so on and how he plays. It's it's the one touch and then the one touch to get his ball out, the ball out of his feet and then the diagonal pain that he plays when he sits. He plays on the left-hand side and he does it all the time. You can see there's clips going around on Twitter at the moment where he's playing for Holland and so on. You could just imagine pinging 60, 70 yard diagonals into Salah's feet. It, <laughs> it, it just looks amazing. I can't wait. I just can't wait. And even better if he's doing it in against Everton in his first game. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, corner. Thorson's first game or, or free kick or something. Jeez. Yeah. Space, space is absolutely mental. Um, I suppose, um, what else? So, um, moving on. Um, but yeah, I, I suppose, yeah, him coming in, I, I, I just feel it's like we all know how bad last January went. Last January was abysmal. I was I was away in Canada and I was waking up at four o'clock in the morning and hearing results coming in and you know we just tanked in January. Whereas it seems now, you know, clock has been rotating a hell of a lot more and um, we we now have added to the squad and I think it just gives us a massive boost going into January, which is given how hectic December is that, uh, you know, it, it seems that we really can kick on in January and push hard because obviously we know the league's gone because Man City are so ahead, but up as far as United, you know, it's up second and down is, is available. So there's three places up for grabs and we could easily grab one of them. And, you know, we've added, we're going to be, you know, my main hope is obviously we're going to be more solid defensively so I don't know uh, Ray what's your view on how January is looking for us now with this edition yeah I mean I think as a as a as a you know bigger picture in terms of the rest of the season obviously you've got the um, you've got the three Champions League places up, up for grabs let's sort of be realistic and and you've effectively got you know, too many teams fighting for those places. You know, there's some some good teams are going to have to miss out, and you know, we just got to hope that we're not one of those um, teams that miss out. And I think by adding such a sign, and now um, it will give us a lift. Um, you know, as well as the whole sort of defensive solidity is concerned, um, it's being touched upon. You know, the, the goalkeeper situation is still worrying. You know, Mignolet is still not the answer. You know, we're, we're so far down the road with that one. Um, but we've got, you know, we've got a more than decent chance of solidifying our place in that top four. Um, and that's what it's about now. It's about it's about building that momentum, isn't it? It's the it's getting the top four year in year out. It's being able to attract these types of guys. Um, to come into the team, to come into the squad, um, you know, to fight for the place, to to basically 
move us on to the next level because look you can't have a season like City are having every year so there will be opportunities for us further down the road to potentially challenge and 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 win this title eventually so you know I, I think we've got to you know we've got to solidify, solidify our place in the top four um, and if we you know if we do get far in the Champions League we do get a decent sort of FA Cup run then that's just all build momentum. You know, we've got to take advantage of the fact that we, we we finished in the top four last year and we just can't afford to slip out and start sort of regressing, you know? Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Um, Steve, what do you think going forward for, for, for January and the, the, the rest of the season as a, as a whole? Uh, the big issue is who plays in goals. Um it's it's going to be the ongoing issue until it's resolved. Um, whether that's Carius or another keeper coming in. Um, personally, I think I said it earlier on that I think with Van Dijk coming in, Carius could fit the system perfectly. Um, because the high line and it'll, with Van Dijk's pace, it will allow Liverpool to play that high line without the panic of getting caught out as much. So. I'd like to see Carrius giving a go if we're not going to bring a keeper in in January. Um, but going forward, it works. It looks great. Like so, we have Van Dijk sorted, um, Keita sorted for the summer. It's not far off being a very, very good squad if we can add one or two extra. Obviously, depending on Coutinho, whether he goes or stays or what happens in the summer. Um, but we do have the guts of a very very good squad now um, yeah I guess I guess the elephant in the room I suppose at this point with us all sort of high five and you know um, about Van Dyke coming in is is whether this you're, you're, you're is you're taking my question off me I was going oh okay is whether, <laughs> is whether this is the Coutinho money being spent earlier yeah. isn't it yeah yeah, yeah that's that, that's kind of what I was good at to say I was like you know it's all very well but it um you know, we're all celebrating tonight, but and you know, in some ways, is there an air of inevitability about it? But at the same time, are we spending the money early, and or is this money that's just left out in the summer? So I don't think I personally, I think he is. Coutinho won't leave move in January because I think as Barcelona are they fourteen points clear at the top? Yeah, of the and league? miles clear now. After Mile, fourteen, clear. yeah. So they're 14 points clear and he can't play in the Champions League. He can't. Yeah. You know, so it, it kind of, if, personally, I don't see the point in happening. Van Dijk gets another bonus that he can play Champions League football as well. Um, so I just, I, fingers crossed, Coutinho stays. Um, I, 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 I can't see Klopp sanctioning. Yeah, say not, Coutinho in January. Not, not in January. It would it be the right case. strategy to take. It would be the right strategy to take to, to obviously keep hold of him. His, his transfer value isn't going to go down by holding out until the summer. Chances are he's going to, you know, he's going to shine, you know, on the world stage in the World Cup as well. You know, if what we could get out of him, you know, especially what we've seen out of his form over the last few games. Um, you know, he's chipping in with goals now. He's running the show at times. You know, he's he for for me, he's going to be an integral part of us finishing in that top four, and um, it would make sound 
business sense to me to, to keep him, you know, as long as we could. He, he looks the type of player who has got his head back in his football now. If we can just keep that, you know, even if he know, even if we say to him, look, you're going, you're going in the summer, you know, you'll get your dream move. Just give us, you know, what you can give us for the rest of the season. And, you know, ev- everyone comes out of it sort of um, ahead, you know. So that's that's my hope that, that we do keep him for the balance of the season, you know. Yeah, no, that's definitely my hope, you know, just from even watching the game last night, you know, for one thing, it's only a minor thing, but he had the captain's armband on. He he was dictating play. He was, you know, I think it was one time there was a free kick and he basically told Milner to fuck off. He was taking it and get away from it. So, you know, he's become quite, he's become a leader on the pitch, um, which is, is great to see. And, uh, you know, it's, as you say, it's it's highly likely he goes in the summer. But you know, if we're, it, I, I I still have a slim hope that he kind of stays. But I, I honestly think, given the FSG model, that you know he will be sold because that's what they do. They bring him. You know, he was signed for eight point six million. They are possibly potentially selling him for 150, 160 million. You know, it's. I, I, I can't see them giving up that kind of um, no no um, but you know as as we said you know, it, well, the question with that is in regards to that James we understand that but yeah. how much is he worth to Liverpool it's not if it's if it's a top four place how much is that worth in regards to Champions League money how much is it worth if we were to challenge for the league next season and he's still there if we were to win the league possibly next season Exactly. How much is and Coutinho is the main man and he is the star. How much is that? What's that value? Though? Like it's yeah. it's hard to see. There's also a thing going around where Coutinho has a longer contract without a release clause than Hazard, uh, De Bruyne, um, and Harry Kane mm. and Deli Ali. His contract is actually longer than all of theirs. So realistically. Is there a chance that he could stay? I'd like to think there is. He can now see the squad that is being built around him. Yeah. So you kind of hope that he could see this and go, well, maybe it might be worth staying for an extra year. Yeah. Or it would be a case that, like the Ronaldo deal to Madrid, that it's been done for a year. And it's just a case of going, right, you can go, but you're going to stay for one more season, like Suarez. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose that that's... For me, that's a really good point. Like, if he goes to Barcelona, as we know, it's the Messi show. He's he's one of the supporting cast. Whereas at Liverpool, he could be the main man. Like FSG could turn around and say, right, we're going to give you two hundred and fifty grand a week. You're going to be, you know, you are our main. Klopp is building the team around you, and you know, maybe that kind of maybe that might appeal to him. It's 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 hard to know, um, but. Um, because once I think it would be a disaster if we if we you know if we sign Lemaire in the next week or two I'll start to get worried. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll be like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> I I think I personally I wouldn't mind seeing Lemaire come in in January um, if Coutinho stays. So Lemaire then has six months to settle into the new country, new city, new language, the whole lot. And 
Genie up and go in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, we've kind of gone a little bit off track. So Virgil van Dyke, you know, just to, to kind of close up, um, I'm I'm delighted about the way the club did this. There was basically radio silence. There was one journalist, I think Kevin Palmer from the uh, Sunday World, who was actually the first to say Liverpool had got the deal done. But um, and then there was the opposite report from about he was going to City, and it was all him and Hon. I, I, you know, the way it was done so quietly. It seems the club have learned from their mistakes during the summer, and they now. So I think we, you know, a lot of credit has to go to the club for getting the deal done and getting it done quick. Because I've said it to people a few times, you know, if Van Dijk was coming in, I want January first him to be a Liverpool player. And yeah, just just on just on the city thing as well. You know, obviously, what we've got now is is a player. I think he's demonstrated at various stages in this whole saga. Now he wants to come and play for Liverpool, you know, and that's a very important factor for me. There's there's plenty of choices and options out there, and 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 as you know, as someone from the city, you know, and and having lived around various places, you know, your your head can be turned by you know various places, various lifestyles, and whatnot, or or just the pure cash, you know, the pure cash, like the pure guarantee of. You know, X amount of trophies or whatever. You know, this this guy genuinely wants to play for Liverpool, and the fact that he's going to come now and he's, you know, it's a dream move for him. For me, uh, speaks volumes. You know, that City were in there at the death, and he said, you know, nah, fuck that, I'm going to Liverpool, and 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 his and his head wasn't turned, and that for me is brilliant. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that just shows, you know, the 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 pull, uh, the players who who actually want to play for Jurgen Klopp as well, and Liverpool Football Club, and you know, it, we've seen the level of player that we can now attract with Klopp, and you know, FSG, we have been criticised in the past, but you know, that they got the highest caliber manager, and that manager has the the pulling power that players want to come and play from them. And I think, you know, it's it it, it shouldn't go unnoticed that, you know, it, it is a decision that the club have most definitely got right this time. So I have to, I have to applaud them because, you know, it seems that we now, we made a massive fuck up in the summer, but we now have a strategy about how our transfers, well, until the next one. <laughs> so... <laughs> But let, let's hope they've learned from the mistakes, but you never know. But, you know, that's that's kind of... So I don't know what you guys think. You know, have the, the club seem to be... We're going in the right direction now, both on and off the pitch. Um, so it, it seems to that progress has been made. No, not quick enough for some people, but I, I don't think Klopp ever said he'd come in the first season and win the league or anything. But he is making the progress which we require. It's just uh, it, you, you can't... You know, there's been ups and downs this season and there probably will continue to be, but there is steady progress and we can see it and the calibre of player is getting better as well. So just to close off, I suppose, just get both your views, starting with Steve on that. Um, yeah, it seems as though everything's moving right, you know. Um, the FSG outlaws are very quiet today, you know, so <laughs> that's all we would do. I think Andy's going to go and poke them with a stick later. <laughs> I'm waiting for this. Started. Yeah, should be an interesting one. Um, I just it, it it's 
it's work, it's it's moving in the right direction. Like as you said, we can the realistic target this year is second because the city are just over the hill and far away at this rate. Like so, second is a realistic target. We can build on that. We have to build on that on what we done last season um, to get to that level. And Simon Van Dyke is building on it. Adding on to a salad in the summer and everything else, oxide chamber and so on. So Van Dyke is a fucking great signing and it's a show of balls that we went and we were prepared to pay more than City were and we got the deal done without any fuck-ups, without any messing around. First of January, in the door, and he kicks on for six months. It's the, the player the manager wanted, um, which is the most important thing. So it goes to show that Klopp has been back, regardless of the fee. The fee is irrelevant. He is the player that Klopp wanted. That's what more do you want? Like, what more could you ask? Absolutely. Ray, your view? Yeah, I mean, it just for me, it's just another example that we are, you know, on an upward trajectory, you know, as a as a club. Um, you know, we've got we've got a manager who's come in. He's building up a plan. You know, he's he's slowly but surely sort of molding his players, you know, into the into the squad and the team that he wants. You know, let, let's not forget we are sensational going forward. Our weaknesses at the back. You know, this is this is part of resolving that that weakness that everyone, you know, almost to the point of boring us now is is going on about um, week after week. So for me, it's just another it's just another indication that we're we're going in the right direction. And, let, and let's not forget, you know, our, our our rivals from the other side of Stanley Park have spunked what 150, 200 million quid or whatever. And they, you know, and they've had to resort to a horrible, you know, manager in Fat Sam to bail them out of complete and utter shit. So, so look, like the the, the for me, the, the future the future's bright enough, you know. Um, the, at the end of the day, you're you're always going to get these people banging on about no trophies for X amount of years and all this sort of stuff. But at the end of the day. There's only one league to go for. There's only one Champions League if you're in it. There's only one FA Cup. There's only one League Cup. And I would love nothing more to win one, two, three of those trophies in a season. But, but for me, the brand and the style of football that we're playing at the moment is the envy of a lot of teams at the moment. So um, for me, this is just, a, you know, obviously, feeling sort of super positive at the moment with all of this but for me this is addressing a weakness that we know is there and if you can't be positive about the future at the moment let's just put the whole goalkeeper thing to one in a little box for the time being hopefully we'll get that one resolved eventually but for me um, it's onwards and upwards for, for the Reds I think, you know, that's that's a great way to finish, you know, onwards and upwards, because, you know, it's a great signing. Um, it, 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 it's, it sends the right message to the rest of the league. So, you know, I, I can't wait to see Vir- Virgil with the with the number four jersey um, playing for the Mighty Reds. So um, finally, just to say thanks to Ray and Steve. Um, I've been James and uh, thanks very much for listening. 
Is it time for a new heating and cooling system? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services and Carrier today and get 0% financing for 18 months on a new heating and cooling system. Get the comfort you deserve from Griffith Energy Services and Carrier. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today for this and other exclusive offers. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.